Okay, welcome back to the Say Yes Anyway podcast. So happy that you're here. These are all conversations from the heart when you just know that you know deep down that you're supposed to do something even if it makes absolutely no sense. You say yes to it. So uh, this episode is so fun and it was actually on, it's with my my good friend and soul sister Natalie. It was actually on her podcast, the Rise with Natalie podcast. And we had this great conversation about global impact around the world, obviously global, and what that leadership looks like. And it was actually my first time uh, digging deep into my birth chart. So it's going to be fun. And also a very, very, very cool thing is that you can learn how to make an impact in your world around you in your own life, as well as globally. And you hopefully will be very, very inspired on how you can take action yourself. And we have an event in LA on November 5th. It's going to be so incredibly fun transformation with a cause where we are going to dance, silent disco dance. We're going to have meditation. We're going to have cacao and really um, connect deep with each other and with ourselves and um, dive deep into the what that transformation really, really looks like. So we're so excited. Definitely get the um, the link in the show notes and then just come to the event. It's going to be such a blast and invite a friend. We seriously cannot wait to see you there. So anyway, have fun. This episode is going to be a blast. Thank you. <laughs> that is our friendship. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> we spend our lives thanking each other all the time. No, thank us. you. Oh, we're going wild over here. <laughs> Okay, so here we are. It is a beautiful, gloomy October day, which I feel like we kind of rarely get in LA. Oh, totally, not at all. It yeah. was like a rainy day. And yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, and it's it's, it's really though. magical. So it feels really good to be cozy. We're wrapped mm-hmm. up in some fur blankets and a fur jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so Jess, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. And tell everybody a little bit about who you are and you know, what you do, what you offer. Of course. Well, I love people first and foremost. That's my most magical thing, I guess I could say is um, I constantly am thinking about how to always empower people more, how to make their life better, how I can be a vessel for other people. So professionally, I'm a purpose-driven life coach for women and well, men too, but, um, and I have masterminds that basically help people start their dreams and their purpose and, or build nonprofits or things that have been in their hearts. Um, and I host retreats, which are so fun. I love in-person things and, um, have a nonprofit called Fullness Journey. And so we go all around the world and we help women affected by trauma and human trafficking and those type of things. So that is a little bit of who I am. I live in LA from Seattle and um, I love uh, activities, all outdoor activities like hiking and rollerblading and um, long, you know, walks on the beach with coffee. And anyway, <laughs> so if anybody wants, wants to do that with me, I am down. She's ready for those long walks on the beach <laughs> with coffee. <laughs> So also Jess is a Cancer Sun, a Sagittarius Moon, and a Sagittarius Rising. Mm -hmm. And so everything that you even just described within your, you know, self bio just now is is all of those things, especially cancer, being someone who loves the water and who Mm -hmm. loves their 
their, their, um, their feelings of warm and coziness, which is mm. that cup of coffee that you're bringing with you. It's like, how is it that I bring, you're bringing home with you to the water, Whoa. to the ocean. And then Sagittarius is about travel. And so since that's your moon sign and your rising, it's like, you're a double, what we would call the double Sag. Mm. And so, um, and also a double fire, which gives you a love for people. It's like, how is it that I can be the inspiration because if we think about the element fire mm. you look at fire and you're like whoa I'm lit up mm-hmm. that's why the term lit even exists right mm. like we light a match we light fire and we look at a fire there's a candle burning right now and it's like you look at that and you're like oh I see it the flame and I could just candle gaze in that and get inspiration mm. or I see a vision when I look into a candle or I look into fire and so having that it, it has to be around people It has to be around something where it's like, how is it that I can make impact? Mm -hmm. And then Sagittarius, you know, the, um, the icon for Sagittarius is a, an arrow Mm -hmm. and it's all about shooting that arrow into the sky and saying, I know not where this will land, but I know that I will go there and I will seek. It is the ultimate seeker. Mm -hmm. And you will always seek. You will always learn. You will always be an eternal student student for the rest of your life. And it's the travel of the body. So internationally, the travel of the mind. So scholastically are always learning courses or reading books and travel of the spirit. So a deep, deep spiritual connection. So that's your big three. Wow. Those are all on point. Mm-hmm. And, astro- and you're kind of more of a newbie to astrology, right? Oh yeah. I yeah. like, I mean, I have, you know, co-star the app. Mm-hmm. I talk to my friends about it and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, what's your moon and rising? I know that I'm double Sag, but I don't, I don't really know what that means. I know right. it can be fiery, but like, I'm so like warm and intimate because I'm a cancer. That's probably all I know. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm like down yeah. to know it all. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And those, that's why the big three is also so beautiful and so important. So um, we'll do kind of an explanation of what that even means too. So the rising sign is what your soul said. I'm going to rise into this. So you're rising into Sagittarius and you have a really unique combo because the moon is our deepest core. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like whatever our moon is, we've done that before. Mm -hmm. We've done that in lifetimes before. So you've been very Sagittarius. So whenever we have a moon in the same sign as the rising, Mm -hmm. that means that your soul said, okay, I still got to keep up with this Sag stuff. I really like this, Mm -hmm. but I also want to add in something new onto my plate. I want to do Sag in a new way. So maybe you've always been this traveling adventurous spirit, but also how is it that I then bring in spirituality or that I, you know, live in America, but I travel outwards and I do social impact and I work in, how is it that I'm making the world a better place? And how is it that I'm also being someone who's fighting for the rights of others? Sagittarius rules the law. And so you being someone who's involved with advocacy and actually being a change for what bills and laws are passed I don't know if that's something that you've ever done before, or like you somehow could even foresee in your future, but like that for sure is something that I feel for you, especially Mm -hmm. with working with women because cancer is the sign of the mother. Mm -hmm. And so cancers usually have some type of relationship with their mother. That's extremely impactful in their lives, whether it's for the difficult or for the bliss, Mm -hmm. you know, or the combination of both. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really strong because if you think about the sign of cancer, it's the first water sign of the Zodiac. So it goes fire, earth, air, and water. And water is last because it's like the washing away of everything and also the cleansing. So we start with fire because fire, and it actually relates directly to the Bible. So when I first taught my astrology school, I was looking up all these things and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Cause the first day is let there be light and let yeah. there be light is fire. 
and let there be earth and let there be mountains and let there be the flowers and let there be the air Mm -hmm. and let there be the night sky and the day sky Mm -hmm. and then let there be water and Mm so you know all of it is so aligned even back when you know Jesus was born the astrologers came the astronomers the astrologers they were the same thing back then Mm -hmm. and they found the the star of um of Bethlehem and that was a that was Venus and Jupiter in the sky was the star of Bethlehem Mm -hmm. and Venus is love and Jupiter is expansion and so it was those stars together and that's like who Jesus is is like love expanded exactly oh interesting exactly Mm -hmm. well yes yeah when you talked about the cancer side because I remember it was a few years back and somebody had told me they were like oh my gosh you're just you're like everyone's mother Mm. it's like so warm and this that and at at first I was so resistant toward it I was like no I don't want to be a mom like yeah because I'm thinking you know you're you're too much or like you're this or you're that just having this representation of being someone's mom or Mm -hmm. overbearing Mm -hmm. and then I finally got to that point of just accepting it and I was like you know what it's true like being nurturing and caring and loving and feeling like a a place of home for people and the more I accepted it the more I actually see it in my life and Mm -hmm. um and then with my mom when you had brought up um I mean we we have the best relationship we you know of course as a child she was it was hard for me I didn't want to tell her anything anything like that because it was um her fire and she's a cancer as well but very fiery Spanish side Mm. but just lots of expectation all these different things and so I just like felt like I was never enough basically Mm -hmm. um over time of course healed and now we have this incredible bond and can tell her anything and we just did this um pilgrimage the Camino de Santiago together in Spain and everybody felt like home like that was it and us together it was even more beautiful not just me by myself everybody would come to me be like oh my gosh I love your mom or to my mom to myself oh my gosh I love your daughter and everybody just felt like at home so when you were talking about that it it hit and it was like oh wow like it is powerful and Mm -hmm. our, our stories even very redemptive to invite people into their space of what does family mm-hmm. feel like and you're welcome here kind of thing that's so beautiful mm-hmm. and that is the classic oh my god just so <laughs> classic like cancer and sagittarius because so you're with your mom and also cancer is represented by the crab too because it has its little pincers and mm-hmm. so it's like it's hard on the outside and soft on the inside so there's a lot of cancers you're definitely not this because the sag personality is like hey everybody you know <laughs> But there are some cancers where it's like, it takes a minute to warm up to them, you know? And um, so here you were with your mom, basically bringing the way that you guys are of each other's home Mm. to a foreign land, Mm. you know, however thousands of many miles, like tens of thousands of miles Spain is from the West coast of the United States. So perfect example of that. That's, that's that's beautiful. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about the work that you do. Um, for the nonprofits. Let's, let's dive into that and with wholeness journey and your retreats and everything. Yeah. Well, basically what we do with wholeness journey is it's kind of like a yoga retreat and service trip. So people come, women come um, from all over the world really and sign up for this trip. And then we go and we partner with a nonprofit that's local to whatever country we go to, whether it's Costa Rica, Colombia, Thailand, we partner with them. They're already on the ground, you know, making a difference. And we basically come and do the healing work. So it's more the, the aftercare, the restorative care of either women that have been massively traumatized, super impoverished, sex trafficked, um, they're refugees, like these type of women that have 
wild stories mm-hmm. and, and we come through and do healing work. So whether that's through yoga and meditation, body movement, dance, um, storytelling, art therapy, um, faith, um, these type of thing, empowerment, like empowering them to, you know, not be in the cycle anymore, but how do you love and view yourself and your family to be able to keep going? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing and beautiful. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what it looks like right now. And how did you create that? Like, what was the inspiration behind that? Well, so long story short, because, you know, there's always long stories, but, um, (laughs) when I was about 21 years old, I found out about, there was a woman that I'm now friends with, and she was talking about human trafficking. And I found out that it was happening in our own backyard. And there was something in me that was just like, oh, hell no. And were you in LA or Seattle Seattle at the time? Mm -hmm. I was like, there is no way that this can be going on. And I just, it's, it's like when, you know, when you hear about something, you can't not do something about it. That's why a lot of, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people don't actually want to know what's really going on in the world, because then it's like, you're like, oh my gosh, you feel bad. Or you feel like you have to do something about it. And anyway, so I moved to LA right after that, not for that reason, but I moved after that. (laughs) Yeah, gotta go, save the world over there. Yeah. (laughs) But I was already planning on going. I go, I find this one nonprofit. And that was actually one of my goals was to find a good community Um, a church and a human trafficking organization to work with. And I went to this church, they were having some sort of nonprofit event. And I found like everything in one day, like good humans, like this place um, where, or I asked them this organization what they did. And basically they were telling me that they helped the women on the streets here in LA and help them get out of trafficking and all this stuff. And I just remember being like, how do I get involved? Like I right. was like crazy. And then yeah. gave me her email and I emailed her right away, got onto the street team, went through training, all the things. So that was my very first sort of, I always had a heart for people like mm-hmm. in Seattle, I would always volunteer. Mm-hmm. And, um, my parents were very much involved as well in volunteering. So mm-hmm. I always had a heart. And then while I was here, my eyes were opened so much more where it was like, whoa, we're literally on the ground, you know, going into strip clubs, streets where people are being sold with the pimps and John's going around like, you know, midnight till five in the morning, we're out. And, um, and yeah, it was intense. And then I ended up doing this year long trip around the world with an organization. And it, we took a backpack tent and each country we went to, was for a month long and we would help build orphanages or help with, you know, churches, churches or taught English or worked with human trafficking. And, um, so anyway, my eyes of course were constantly opened and there was one girl, there were a few things that changed my life out there, but one girl who I met her, we became good friends. She was teaching yoga in the parks to girls that were trafficked. This was out in Thailand. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like healing them on the inside and out. And they were asking questions like, why do I feel better? Like what, what's Mm, happening to my mind? Like, why does my body feel this way? I don't like, they didn't get it because they had never been in these kind of safe places and like to trust. And I, at the time I didn't like yoga, but I was doing it to heal me actually. And cause I had some health issues. That's another story. But I was just like, oh my gosh, what if, what if I could do that? Cause I was a hairdresser at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I remember going back home um, after that 
And there was something inside of me that I, I actually started a different nonprofit at the time. And that was amazing. We were providing like beauty services for at-risk youth and homeless and trafficked. And anyway, years later, um, I met this, this other woman, Christina, she's one of my best friends, um, through a mentor of mine and her father-in-law. And long story short, we hopped on a call. We basically were like friends for like a year, never met in person. And we had just come up with these dreams of, you know, both of us had done this crazy experience around the world. We've seen a lot of things people have never seen before. We came back to the world tra completely trans or come back to the U.S. completely transformed and needed to do something about it, but differently. And we've also seen how, um, you know, sometimes you go somewhere and you think you're really going to be helping, but you're, you're not really doing anything right. to be completely honest. Sometimes it hurts more. There's mm -hmm. like, you know, this book called helping, helping that hurt or helping can hurt or something like that. And we were like, gosh, how can we actually make a change and not just, you know, be like, Hey, we're coming to like save these people's lives. Mm -hmm. And, you mm -hmm. know, especially with short-term stuff, it's Absolutely. hard to make a real difference. So just through our conversation, she was also a yoga instructor. I was too. We both loved personal development. Um, we both were loved leadership. We both, I was in like somehow the wellness industry. I was also in the beauty industry at the mm -hmm. time and we loved travel and mm -hmm. we wanted to empower people and empower leaders and empower these women that um, were all around the world affected by these horrible situations. So we had talked about these trips that we wanted to start and talked about, you know, well, we could really make a change if we partner with organizations that are actually on the ground working, not just find mm -hmm. a bunch of random people and like, you know, teach them something and then leave because right. then they can make it sustaining there. Right. And so we just, you know, chose to do that, found these different organizations. It was funny. She uh, called me one day and she was like, hey, Jess, so my husband and I, we're going to be moving out to Guatemala to do this leadership training thing and train leaders out there. And uh, so we could totally start our first trip. And I was like, wait, what? Like my mouth dropped. I remember I was in the car and I was thinking maybe five years down the road. And I had another nonprofit at the time I was doing hair. Like there were so many things. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if this, what, like right now. Yeah. And so anyway, I remember just being like, oh my gosh, but what if we did? So yes, always is what if we could, <laughs> what, if what if we did, what if we did, what if it was really good? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I just emailed like a bunch of my friends and they said, yes. And wow. we had never done this before. Wow. And so we go to Guatemala and we meet in person for the first time leading our trip. And basically it worked. It was a, the most magical experience. We were creating the curriculum while we were there. And it was like, I mean, stuff that we had learned over years and years, but like, right. I just remember being on the ground with like papers and, and being like, okay, we should talk about this. And like, we'd be up till one in the morning, just being like, okay, like, what do we do next? Okay. Oh my gosh. We think they need to learn about this. Oh my gosh. This would be healing. Oh my gosh. Da, 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 da. So it was amazing. And then after that, we just started building out our curriculum and seeing what really worked, kept building more um, more relationships with people in Thailand, you know, Colombia, Guatemala, um, Costa Rica. And it's, yeah, so that's how it, you know, that part all began. And, and I think, um, and realizing too, I think with being a hairdresser and also in the wellness industry, I kept finding that everybody's common denominator was they wanted to like be free and live their purpose mm -hmm. and like, who are they and how do they live that out in the world? And that's what got me into coaching. 
And mm-hmm. so with that, that's been able to help one with the leaders on our team. Cause now we have people that have been on our trips completely transformed and mm-hmm. now they're leading. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's both what we'd envisioned for this in the beginning of how do we take what we have and empower those that their lives have been transformed and then they get to keep transforming lives. And then it's this ripple effect that keeps going. It's mm-hmm. both with the women that we're serving that are in these horrible situations and people like you and I that are mm-hmm. just like, okay, I need to make a change in my life. Mm-hmm. And most people, people like leave and, and then they're like, I need to quit my nine to five. I need to quit this because like, there's more in my heart that needs to come out. So right. they like want to start businesses or nonprofits or like join other forces or um, come on board with us or different things. And, and it just makes my heart so happy knowing that, um, you know, there's this ripple effect that each person is able to do. And we found too, with going to these countries, like we've met some of the women over again, because we've gone to a, a couple of the organizations a few times and to see who they are now, like they're now leaders in their community too. When wow. they first came in, it was like, they were completely broken, all that stuff. Like they have true redemption in their lives. Like it's healing their families, like even their, their partners or husbands or whatever that were abusive to you, maybe their children or, or themselves, like they're now being empowered to live this life. That's like, no, we're going to be healthy in our family and we're going to be sustaining. And I'm going to be able to start this business or this thing and provide for us. And it's just, it's healing families. And so their generations too. So it's amazing because we hear those stories too. When we go back, it's like, you can tell the difference in their eyes of, of the healing work that's happening. So, wow, you know, it's like both. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. This is incredible. And so what's in the curriculum? Like if someone were to join and come on a retreat and then teach that, because correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, you're going to be teaching people who are on the retreat or in the program. And then they're taking that and teaching that to Mm -hmm. the women in the, whether it's sex trafficking Mm -hmm. or whatever um, nonprofit Mm -hmm. that you're working with and mm-hmm. training them totally. in turn, right? So yes. it's like that leaders empower leaders. Exactly. Yeah. So what kind of modalities is it? Yeah. And that's been the fun part that's been able to change over time because mm-hmm. I think the more that us humans evolve, we learn a lot more of what is healing or what is impactful. Everybody has such unique gifts mm-hmm. and that's our goal is it would never be trapped into a, this is the way it's always going to be. Mm-hmm. But so for example, um, we have this journal that we had written out, um, of, you know, we've believed for so long that is very healing. And, um, there's topics such as our main pillars are identity, healing, wholeness, purpose, community, and empowerment. And with those, there's different workshops such as, um, you know, like wholeness, like what is what is the purpose of like our body, mind, spirit, heart, like how are they all connected? Mm-hmm. Um, yoga, um, worth and value, mm-hmm. uh, sharing your story, shame and guilt, mm. uh, stuff about um, your wounds and your scars, things like, you know, your lies that you're believing and truths that are about you, um, breaking, you know, certain ties like that. Mm-hmm. Um, about self-worth and empowerment, self-care, nutrition, body movement, those type of things. So basically what we will do is we'll go through a topic, say it's about worth or body, mind, spirit. And so we'll share about it 
and we'll give loads of examples. Um, it's also not religious, but is faith-based in mm. a way that, that is more like, let's reach toward, you know, when we go outside of ourselves and there is like something bigger than us, yes. we don't always look within because when we, when we, it's almost this like ego, if we're looking within ourselves too much, mm -hmm. that's where a lot of the pain resides. So we have to surrender and be like, okay, there's a God that cares about us way more. And like, Absolutely. how do we allow that to come into our life? So for us, we teach on that, but we are so open to literally all the things. So side note also on that, on the looking out, mm -hmm. one of my favorite lines is when in doubt, focus out mm, because sometimes that. it's like, we're so caught up in yeah. our own drama yeah. and in our mind yeah. and really just in our emotions yeah. or being tired totally. or, you know, really, I think being tired is like one of yeah. the worst things because yeah. it's like, it puts you into all of your shadows yeah. where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Like sleep literally is yeah. number one, sleep and nutrition. Yeah. And also it's like, then we get into it. And if instead we say, how is it that I can focus out mm. a on God or the universe or whatever mm. you want to call it? Yeah. It's all the same thing, right? Yeah. Like knowing that your angels are there guiding you and there's a whole team of spirits around us at all times helping us and also focus out onto the people of how can I serve? Mm -hmm. And that, that I know for me, whenever I'm in my own stuff, if I say like, God place someone in my way right now that I can help, which I know you just did literally mm -hmm. today or give me a conversation or something to uplift me and someone else mm -hmm. or let me focus on transforming someone else by my kindness, mm -hmm that's the quickest way out of feeling bad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think too, even how we brought up about Jesus, like, and that's kind of sometimes how we put it into a place of understanding and human form where it's yes. like, Hey, at the end of the day, look at how Jesus lived his life and how we even remember that. And we look at, at that as like, Oh, what if we were the ones that were able to love in that kind of way or to listen in that kind of way or to um, teach people how to fish instead of just eat the fish. Exactly. And so that's kind of, you know, part of where we'll be like, Hey, look, look to people like Jesus and let's, let's be more like that. And how can we do that? Mm -hmm. So that's that like service side and pointing people to something that's bigger than us, you know? So, yeah. So through these things, what's so fun though, is how, like I said, everybody's so gifted. So we're like, okay, great. We go through the topics. We'll teach yoga classes. We'll go through different breath works, movements, um, the, the different workshops that I was mentioning and they're going through it, the participants. So like, if we're talking about stories on vulnerability, shame, you know, what, what's happened truly in your life, that's been the worst of the worst, which we always get into like the first day people right. just like go all in. Yeah. So go deep so real close. quick. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're not keeping anything. And so that's where things start to heal pretty quick. And then, um, each woman were just like, okay, who feels called to teach a session on body, mind, spirit, who feels called to teach something on worth, who feels called to wow. like teach a body movement class, who feels whatever. And then people will just you know, each, every person has to participate mm -hmm. and it's not up to us to be like, okay, this is exactly what you're going to do, but we all get together and we basically create a retreat experience mm. all together and we collaborate on it. So we're teaching them how to do that. And we're, we're wow, getting, oh my gosh, yeah. my mind is like blown right now. This is, I knew that this was the concept, but yeah. like hearing the details, mm -hmm. this is so inspiring. It's so fun. And yeah. last year there was this, or just a few months ago, actually, there was this girl that came. I love her to pieces. And she stopped like while we were planning and she goes, 
wait guys this is really cool <laughs> and I go and I started laughing I was like what did you think this wasn't gonna be cool she was right. like no I thought it was but like this is really cool. Like, what are we doing? We're going to come up and like create what we want and like just express all of it. And we got to do it together. And like, what are we doing? And so each day it's beautiful because whatever comes out is like, some of the women are terrified because this is maybe the first time they've ever shared their story or they've never really taught a specific type of class, but they're, you know, showing up in their new expression of leadership or, mm-hmm. or a professional that really knows what she's doing and she's going all in and people are just like, wow, and taking it in and it's beautiful. So we do that for a few days and each day is different. Um, sometimes we work with like, they're broken up with like, okay, cool. We're working with all the young girls today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's like the older women. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a compilation of all of it. And then with the children. And so we never really know like exactly what it's going to be. So we say, be flexible, let go. You're going to come with your plan, but it might change. So Absolutely. we all like are watching each other, seeing what, what's needed, yeah. help there, do this, do that. Uh-huh. And so it's awesome. And then the, the second half is more like your your own empowerment or not. Well, yeah, it is your own empowerment, but it's more, okay, cool. We go to, we leave sort of the service side and then we go to this beautiful, other beautiful space where it's more like, this is now your retreat and where you get to reflect and take it all in and then really learn more yourself. Like, what are you skilled talents? What's your sweet spot in life? Where are you called to go? What do you want to create? What's your biggest dreams and visions? And then we get to help um, create a plan, you know, mm. for you to go home and do that. So that one's super fun. And I love that too. Cause it's, it's the empowerment of, of leadership going out into the world. Um, so I think I love that. the thing that I love about this too, mm-hmm. is it shows that everyone is a leader. Yep. Every single person can do it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be a nutritionist. Exactly. You don't need to be a, a certified meditation instructor. Yeah. You don't have to be a therapist to talk about self-worth. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that as humans, and I always say with astrology too, like your soul signed up for this, Mm. your soul signed up for this lifetime, your soul signed up to go through the things that you went through. And that's why it's so beautiful to see the birth chart because we can see it all right there. Mm. And then we see, okay, so here it is in the birth chart. Here's your experience that has manifested. And that's because you now get to be the master in this. Mm. And what you're doing is you're creating a vehicle for people to go in and have this experience of mastery. Mm. And we all know that the best way to master something is to teach it. Mm. So it's like going in, learning something over a few days, turning it around and teaching it to someone. So Mm. I just acknowledge you for giving people that empowerment that absolutely changes their life forever because stepping into leadership, especially with your heart, and especially in a beautiful foreign country, like what a lifetime experience. Yeah, no, thank you. And I, I cannot agree more. I remember there was a time where I had a hard time. I, I was in a pretty broken place and had passed off my old nonprofit and I was just like meditating and I felt um, kind of lost at the time, but I was like, what am I supposed to be focusing on? And the words leader kept popping up, leaders, leaders. And I remember uh, just kind of having this conversation with God and I was just like, well, I love all people. Like, what does that mean? And it was like, well, yeah, you love all people. That's cute. Like really cute that you, mm. but you can't like touch every person on the planet. Mm. It's not your job. Mm-hmm. It's like, but if you can impact a leader, they can impact more and that's your role. And so oh like, my gosh. Yeah. So then there it just kind of clicked and I was like, oh, so that's kind of the essence of with anything I do, whether it is coaching or retreat or 
one of these or power, empowering a woman like I met today. It's like, okay, how do you build out, just be a vessel to, so that person can see that they are the leader, you know? Absolutely. And anyway, I believe it is within everyone. 100%. Mm-hmm. We just need that key experience or that key person to see it within us, mm-hmm. to literally turn it and mm-hmm. unlock it. Yeah. I'm sure you probably had people that, you know, you look back and you're just like, oh my gosh, if it wasn't for them, like bringing oh. out whatever in me, yeah, then where would I be today? Absolutely. You know? Every single step of my journey. And I've lived in so many different places too, that like some, someone was the catalyst mm-hmm. for it. And, and those are your angels, mm-hmm. you know, like angels come in the form of people. Miracles right. come in the form of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us about this miraculous experience that you had today where you mm-hmm. got to be someone's angel. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I'm still like <laughs> in it. It's so funny. And it just goes to show again, just wherever you feel in your heart, like pulled or drawn to go, like, just listen to it. It was raining today and I woke up and I was like, should I really go? Cause so there's this, it's called walk for freedom. And it's this, uh, human trafficking awareness walk that happens every single year, literally like hundreds and thousands of people do it all over the world. And so it was happening today and I signed up like a couple of weeks ago. I was pumped about it, but then with the rain, I was like, I don't know, but I was like, I just kept feeling you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to be there. So anyway, I go and just like, you know, be a vessel open up for allowing me to be the vessel today. And while we're there, I went to the bathroom. There was this girl basically asking like what we were doing. She was talking to somebody else at the time. Um, and then she like came out and I could see like tears in her eyes And I then found out, I like went to go introduce myself and then uh, we were walking together. And then basically she was like, you know, I was, I was praying for a sign today because I'm actually a survivor of human trafficking. And I just needed something because I like want to even take my own life. Like, I'm just, I'm so tired, you know, and I'm homeless and I live out of my car. I'm just trying to, I just am over it, you know? And Anyway, I was just like, wow, okay, thank you. Gave her a hug. I was like, let me get your phone number and let's like go have coffee afterwards. And she's like, I would love that. So anyway, we're like walking and it's also a silent walk. Like you're, you're basically just, it's, it's powerful because like people just see you walking. We're all wearing black. We have these signs. It, it's not like a protest. It's not anything. It's just basically like awareness. And we're going to walk for those who have, don't have freedom. Like we do, we're going to be the voice to the voiceless. And do something about it. Everybody can do something about something that, you know, their heart drives for. So anyway, um, while we were walking, I could just see so many glimpses where she was just like tearing up or she looked over and there was like some homeless guy. She even gave him like a couple bucks and would just like go over and like be, be the actual change, even though she goes through it. And so through that, it just like marked my heart so much of oh my gosh, like here I am, but look at her and even what she's doing on this Mm -hmm. experience and how it's impacting her, but she's also giving it away. So anyway, um, we ended up going afterwards to go grab some food and drinks and, um, coffee. And she was like, so cute. We like, we went into Starbucks and, um, she was like, do you guys have Sprite? <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. That's adorable. She was just, I just need like Sprite or something. And the lady's like, no, we don't have Sprite here. And then they have like other fizzy they drinks or something, things. don't they? Right? Anyway, so we found her exactly what we needed to get, but oh it was gosh. just like the most precious thing. And we like sat down and she shares her story, of course. And 
Um, I'm not going to go into details about it. I'm not going to share her name. She is a beautiful woman. What I will say is she's pretty much at the end of herself. She's um, been mentally manipulated for a very long time um, and has been moved around forever. She comes from a very vulnerable family life. And so from child, from being a child, she was already on the streets, like with her mom and um, was treated poorly, like with, from her family and super vulnerable. And that's how these type of things start off regardless. Like when somebody sees a vulnerable person, they're going to take them in, whether it's for, um, actual sex, you know, trafficking, whether it's actual, um, human labor for work, whatever it is, they're Mm -hmm. like, okay, this person needs an opportunity. So I'm Mm going to go ahead and pretend like I have, you know, whatever thing I'm going to promise them. Mm -hmm. And really it's, it's, you know, it's a, um, the core, core, what can I say the word? Coercion, coercion, coercion. Uh Um, and they're manipulating them to gain something from them Mm -hmm. where they are trapped, whether mentally Mm -hmm. they might be able to physically run, but Mm -hmm. it becomes this whole cycle internally where, where their level of self-worth is so dropped. And that's for sure where she was at. Yet at the same, and she felt crazy, yet at the same time, it's beautiful. She has such resilience and um, she, yeah, has, has, uh, it was interesting though, because she's definitely living in a place where she knows people are like looking for her, has been in deep Mm. with, um, you know, some of, some of these people have been watched by, you know, cartel, like really dark, crazy, hard things that you have to be careful for. But uh Anyway, needless to say, we had the best like hangout conversation, just like being, you know, I wasn't trying to get anything from her. And I think people like that can like smell it from a mile away. So it's literally just like, I'm not here to save you. I'm here to be with you. And then let's also- to being used or like, I need to save you right now and be your savior. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we just, we like became friends and we were like singing songs along the way, just all the things. And so now I'm, I'm committed to just seeing what kind of options we can do to, to help and support her. And she's the sweetest, sweetest human. So that happened today and it just, you know, continues to go to show that when you put your heart and your intention out there, um, to be a vessel, like watch what comes, but then it's also up to us to do something about it. Because I think a lot of people, you know, want to be that somehow, but they're, they're not open to what's right. around them. And then, and then to figure out like, okay, take one step of action. But I think it's, it's just wise to be aware that there's so much happening in our own area, wherever people live and find out, you know, ways that you can help and support. I'm not saying the same way that I do that, but whatever that is in your own regard, like there's things that you can do and the world will become a better place. Like if you, if you're aware, and then if you actually do at least something. Mm-hmm. 100% setting that intention of like, put someone in my path or let me be the miracle. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, taking action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is incredible. And that story is so touching. And thank you for being that light. Thank you for being that example. And like, I could cry just at how touching this story is. And it makes like, I'm so inspired. I'm going to a concert tonight and I'm like, I'm going to ask for all these people to come to me also, you know, I'm like, I care about the concert, but I'm like, who can I connect with? (laughs) Well, but that's what's beautiful though, is I think like, 
being able to enjoy, like, I felt so weird saying this, but I finally broke out and like feel okay with doing that now of like, I love myself and my life so much that I want people to experience it for themselves. Yes. And with enjoying your life, you go do the things that you love, but then be so open to invite people into that. And like, mm. let, you know, there's going to be times where it's like, oh, well, my plan was just to like, go and enjoy this concert. Awesome. Go enjoy the concert. But like, if there's something that your heart is pulled or you've got to go help somebody or something, go ahead and do that, you know, because that's part of like the process and you just make it a lifestyle thing instead of like, okay, I have to change and stop my whole entire life to go and help this person or do this thing or whatever it is. It's like, no, just go like full on love and experience and all of it. And that's how people change anyway. That's like more what we need in in this world is like you to love yourself, love your life and love others. Mm -hmm. And so go have fun at the concert. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that there's something about like when you're in your own joy, right? People are naturally magnetized to you Mm -hmm. and they're like, what are you on? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times though, it's about you or us being the ones who are inclusive and saying, Hey, life is really good. Come, come play with me. Come dance with me. Mm. You look amazing. Giving people compliments, like being that first person to say like, Hey, you want to join us? You want to come with us? You want to hang out with us? Cause I think that sometimes is the line that people get afraid to cross mm. is like, these people look like they're having fun or they look from afar. Like they have this awesome life. And then people can sometimes contract. That's actually the shadow of cancer. Mm. And so you're in the opposite of that though, which is the fire, which is the full expansion of the crab of like everyone come into my home. I want to welcome everyone into my home. Wait, sorry. So say that again. The shadow of cancer is what exactly? Is contraction. Is contraction. So like looking at like for me, I'm going to hide in my shell. Mm. You think about it as a crab. Hmm. Or so there's kind of two main archetypes of cancer. So one is the the mother and then one is the crab. So it can be going inwards, hiding in the shell, or the mother can be like, I have to protect my children. I have to protect myself. Let's stay inside. The world is so dangerous. Whereas instead you're on the side of, yeah, the world is dangerous and let's go out there and change that. Hmm. Let's go out there and make a difference. Hmm. Let's go out there and shift why it's dangerous Hmm. and shift the fear around that. Hmm. So is there like, you know, times I should be like when I should be noticing more my shadow. Like if I'm like something hard is going on and I just want to contract, like, and just be like, Oh wait, is this my shadow popping up? Like what's, what's going on here and dissect it. Like, what do you think? Yes, absolutely. And that's going to take us into part two of this episode. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Jess, for being on. And for everybody listening, we are going to have part two coming out and we're going to be diving into Jess's chart and you've never had a reading before, right? No, never. Okay. So this is going to be the first reading and this is going to be a really beautiful explanation. Jess and I were talking about this before of like, how does astrology actually make people's lives better? How mm-hmm. does it um, improve them and how does it create change and empowerment? Mm-hmm. So we're going to be not just reading her chart, which is going to I already know, be this beautiful reflection of everything that we just talked about, but also why does it matter? How is this helpful? How is this a tool that people can really use to grow and be inspired? So tell us, how can people get in touch with you? How can they get in touch with me? You can find me through Instagram, Jess Dahl, J-E-S-S-D-A-H-L underscore. You can go to my website, JessDahl.com. And I would say those are probably the best places to find me. 
And if someone wants to go on one of your retreats or get involved in this beautiful nonprofit work that you do, what about that? Yeah, you can go to wholenessjourney.org and then you can apply there and, or you can just message me on one of those platforms that I sent you. Would love, love, love for, for you to come. Absolutely. Yes. And do you have one coming up? Yeah, November 11th, 11-11. And we're going back to Costa Rica. This will be our fourth time there. So very, very excited. And then we have a couple more in the works where I'm actually having a meeting with Brazil um, in a couple of days. And so we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on the one after that, because this one's, you know, just coming now, but yes, can't wait for you guys to come on the next one. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jess. I want to acknowledge you for being such a light, for being a leader and being such a rare gift in this world who says, I'm going to go out there and be a leader myself and create a ripple effect not just here in the US, but literally around the world. And by seeing the people who, that many of us would classify as helpless and very clearly hopeless and saying, I'm gonna go fight for the underdog. So I acknowledge you for doing that, for being such a beautiful ray of energy and happiness and joy and being inclusive. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I love, love you. Okay, <laughs> bye guys. Wow. Wasn't that so fun? Yeah. I had such a blast with Natalie and definitely be sure to check out her podcast, Rise with Natalie podcast and come to our event. Come to our event on November 5th. It is open to men, women, all you know, walks of life and ages and everything. And it's going to be an experiential time. And so we're going to dance together. We're going to experience, we're going to meditate. We're going to um, connect with each other in a really fun community way. And then you also have a way to create impact around the globe as well. So we can't wait to see you check it out in the show notes and then go ahead and reserve your spot. So we have enough headsets for you. Okay. We love you. And I cannot wait to see you until next time.